Try this at home. Hello and welcome to the Why Work podcast series. You are listening to Trace Vitkovsky, Sarah Pazell and Alan Girl. The topics presented in Why Work contain adult themes and are often confronting. They contain references to death, sex, inappropriate, offensive or obscene workplace behaviour. Listening discretion is strongly advised. Episode 1 describes how the podcasters Alan, Sarah and Trage met. The crew discusses the vulnerabilities of the human experience through storytelling. Trage reflects on his love of music production. Sarah talks about her yoga practice. And Alan reveals his interest in agriculture and his vintage tractor operations. The crew also talk about the joy of work or unwork, as Sarah likes to call it. That is her joy work and work work. It's the stuff, the burdensome stuff that could be improved, Sarah extrapolates. The fundamentals of hazard versus risk and implications of these terms are also debated. Reflections are made on the adversarial system in the law. In a civil and just society, we should behave according to Trage. Alan, I've been shocked at some of the stuff that you've brought to the table. No, that was good. That was a good recording. Season 2, Episode 2. The wheels are slow to turn in the Hollywood industry to minimise risk on the set of television or movies. Harrison Ford is injured on a Star Wars set in the Millennium Falcon. Alec Baldwin was involved in a non-set fatality. And there are material challenges with credible failures in work that is designed to be thrilling and exciting. Well, generally fun. Movie making may not seem to be volatile, uncertain, complex or ambiguous like mining or oil or gas. But nevertheless, things do go awry, albeit in a casual, more relaxed, well, inverted commas, more relaxed work environment. But we also devote this episode to transportation of gas in your car for a weekend barbecue. Enough is enough is a new movement. That's another issue we traverse. What does Trage mean by she just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich? Well, you better listen in and find out. Episode three. What is life really like in a sport? Okay, just sport. Just Sport. In Season 2, Episode 3, Trage chimes in with the fact that bouldering is now an Olympic sport. It's time to crush the yellow, blue, yellow, white and black in bouldering. Whatever that means. What about when the sporting field is your workplace? Or when the tennis court is your workplace? Aggression and the will to fight is part of the game, says Sarah. We love our sport, says Alan. In football, a shoulder charge tackle, unfortunately, can cause a fatality. And we unpack those issues. The worker's condition was determined to be incompatible with life, and that was a confronting statement for Sarah. Tragic indeed. We present the findings of an inquest. What are the unlikely material unwanted events when examining work events? Asks Sarah. And this question is really important for this episode. Well, Trage was berated by John McEnroe to listen to find out what that was all about. Episode 4. The Safety of Sport. Without losing the spirit of sport, we continue on our sporting journey because after all, it is a sporting life in Australia. In Season 2, Episode 4, the crew discuss the work from anywhere phenomenon, and we continue on this discussion, as you will recall, from our previous season. On this occasion, we look at the enforcement of regulations as a reluctant approach. It's food for thought, says Trage. Also, Trage reminds us that the criminal law sanctions can still apply to illegal acts occurring on the football field. The idea that those involved in sport the corporations, the owners, and the way in which they empower themselves through self-regulation and codes of conduct to try and lift the game is essentially an issue where the rubber meets the road in respect of sport seen through the lens of work. Right, we change the pace. 
In, is it in, in what situation would you say yeah. the other expression? Stars. I'm just trying to think of a situation where you would say the other expression. People do, though. Not Sarah Bazell, but people do. Right, we change the pace. In episode five, it's cougar time now. So five of season two is a curious one. Alan enunciates cougar in his dulcet honeyed tones. And Trage is perplexed about whether or not Bob Geldof said silicon chip inside her head or elsewhere. In any event, after that brief exploration of what on earth is Cougar Town, we descend into manual task risk management practices in all kinds of workplaces. If you reduce the exertion of a task, she says, you not only reduce risk ratings for physical injury, but you also make the task more accessible to women and elder workers. When we design for diversity, we can enact our inclusivity, opines Sarah. Dare I say it? It is quite emancipatory, enabling workers to have a buy-in, to have ownership, exclaims Trage, and just not feeling like a docile body that punches in and punches out and gets paid for their labour power is something that indeed excites Trage. Sarah concludes in this episode by always saying, I always ask, can workers become architects of their superior work design? The design process is important, not just the outcomes. Listening to that episode. In episode 6, Mi casa es su casa. Season 2, Episode 6. How are you going to risk assess the work of a sex worker? Sometimes the legal structure is too good for its own good, according to Alan. You better listen in to find out what that means. When you operate with blurred lines in the structure of employment, you can be subject to full employment laws as a person conducting a business or undertaking, and a worker can be eligible for compensation. It's problematic when alcohol intake and other behaviours of the norm and part of the workplace culture, laments Trage. Sarah ponders how the same work design considerations apply or how they could apply and who enacts or regulates this when industries like sex work, movie production or sport have not compelled such practices. It's these non-traditional boundaries we explore in this episode. Oh, are you are you are you saying you heard someone say that? You're stunning. Yeah. I have to. I, I, I have to. I have to pause before I say it because I'm like you would to. say the wrong Look, one. I, I can I tell, tell you you're about to say the wrong no, one. Episode seven. Twin share double trouble. We continue along this non-traditional trajectory. Season two. Episode 7 explores work-travel antics and the constraints when an employer expects workers to share a room. Sarah reminds Trage and Alan about an old state government jingle for men and women too and the culture of alcohol intake. Work-travel seems to erode behavioural boundaries, marvel Sarah. Trage and Alan are also perplexed by all this. Alan tells a very confronting story about a drunken non-sleep behaviours and the resulting triggering and trauma attached to that situation. That's a scene from Shogun, Sarah pipes in. Alan admits, I think I'd be pretty depressed if that happened to me. In episode 8, Reality TV, Trage admits to his fashion or rather obsession with reality TV. He's even written a book on it and apparently he was actually on a reality TV show. The crew discuss reality TV and the phenomena of naming and shaming I can see how the camera person may be considered a worker under current work and health and safety legislation, says Sarah, but she never would have thought or even considered that the notion of a worker could apply to a contestant. But as Alan says, using his favourite 
maxim, mantra-like, there is no voluntary acceptance of risk. Episode 9, quid pro quo, go hard, go prosecutorial. In season 2, episode 9, no more shoddy light fittings in hotel rooms. The crew reflects back to season 1, episode 1 and bubbles of trouble. If you haven't heard that, you'd better listen to it. Alan says, I guess that for any accommodation provider, there will probably be anticipated some bedroom activities. Sarah explains the boundaries that erode during work travel scenarios. She talks of fruit and chocolate in foreign jurisdictions and the concerns raised in remote regions of Australia to watch out for trouser snakes while out in mining sites. And Sarah discusses some confronting stories about how it's to me in exchange for my business referrals. So outside of these city-centric accepted work escapes, this is where the rubber meets the road. Quid pro quo indeed. Trajan's a simple answer. Go hard, go prosecutorial. He's quite a nervous guy. He's the type of guy who will calculate whether or not to ring his mum or pay for a postage stamp or whether to drive back home or sleep at uni and calculate oh, the cost of Oh, that is nervous. Okay. okay. So, but he's a great guy. Anyway, he's not so much like that anymore. He's got four kids. They've, they've calmed him right down. But anyway. Name and shame. Where is the filter? Season two, episode 10. The Matryoshka doll, as Trage often likes to refer to, just keeps on opening. This episode explores the ugly realities of a yoga guru fat shamer, the exposures when people subject themselves to reality TV, and uh, the blurred lines when it comes to acceptable boundaries. Don't push the envelope. Don't say it, warns Trage. If you say the regretful words, you can't wind it back, acknowledges Alan. Just apologise. This episode talks about cases around language in non-traditional workplaces as well episode 11 what do hip-hop and ninja warrior have in common season 2 episode 11 what is the appetite for human factors in safety management and movie making and on reality tv shows the why work crew explores the idea of a workplace responsibility is the onus on a person when something goes wrong trade agitates or is it a system of work that requires analysis, as Sarah postulates, and Alan suggests that he'd use in defence. This is quite a lively session. The crew explore the web of responsibility when a sawn-off shotgun is chosen for use among a suite of armament on the filming of a music clip, and its use leads to a fatality. Indeed, this episode contains some very strong positions, and dare I say, juxtapositions. Episode 12, Space Rama. Season 2, Episode 12, Worker Health and Wellbeing on the Moon and in Outer Space. Can you imagine that? Can you dream it? You can't escape the iron cage of health and wellbeing, Trage tells us like a lead balloon. Not a cage, but an opportunity, Sarah uplifts us. The podcast envisions Jamie from The Outlander in his kilt and how it might fly in outer space. While Barbarella makes her impressionable mark on the images of caring for our astronauts and those who pay big bucks to make the trip out of this world. Listen to this zany episode on OHS in space and get lost in space, or should I say get lost in the workspace with this episode. And he said it. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, so tell me about the stars. You're about to say something. Are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. What? You're away. I'm a, is it? Take us to the stars, Sarah. <laughs> so I thought, but to me, I'm like, what else would you want to We're say? We're going to the new topic. Oh, new topic. Oh, hang on. Okay, all right. You know, um, on the... Episode 13, The Upstanding Citizen. And the curious case of salmon in the pocket. 
Yes, you heard me correctly. Season 2, Episode 13. The episode is dedicated to our teaching community. The podcast crew acknowledges that generalised stress can lead to dissociation behaviours and odd, bizarre, curious events can arise. Like it did in the story of salmon stuffed in the teacher's pocket in a grocery store. Stress bubbles over in funny ways. Sarah discusses the God complex that might be needed to be successful in demanding roles like the surgeons, top lawyers or professional athletes. But when does it shut off? Asks Strage. It needs to be shut off, agrees Alan. There are immense pressures in accepting job roles when the personal life is watched as closely as the professional life. Listen to the cases on some very concerning and distressing teacher experiences. Episode 14, Spirit Animals. Season 2, Episode 14. Our very last episode of the season, the river otter, the wise owl, and the transformation of a deer to a stag and back again. That's got to be trade, I reckon. Maybe it's Alan. You decide. When fuzzy science can be meaningful in terms of personality profiles, values, and our behaviours, why not have fun and reflect on who we are, how we are, and why, and how we've come to create this show? This episode reveals more intimate details about... The mugs from Backwater Brizzy. Listen in and join the journey. Join the journey with the podcast crew, Trage, Alan and Sarah. See you next time. I'm going to say it wrong too. <laughs> I can add to that a little reflection. Um, should we do that? Reflect. Okay. So, Trage, on that issue of the... I'm going to add to this a little reflection here, and I'm not really proud to admit this, but... <laughs> <laughs>